Welcome to Invest in Women, the podcast series, your insight into the growing wealth of women and the issues that impact their business and yours. See what happens when you educate, empower, and invest in women. The Invest in Women podcast is so proud to have Schwab Advisor Services as our sponsor. Schwab is passionate about helping independent registered investment advisors find new ways to grow their business and attract diverse talent to our industry. Explore your path to independence at advisorservices.schwab.com. Welcome to Invest in Women, the podcast series. I'm Antoinette Rodriguez, social media editor at Financial Advisor Magazine. Inspired by the mission of the industry's leading national conference, we bring you insights and expertise that give female financial advisors the examples, education, and empowerment to scale their practice. This podcast will discuss the most important issues impacting women financial advisors and their female clients. Together, we'll explore what happens when you invest in women. The 2022 Invest in Women podcast series and today's episode are brought to you by Schwab Advisor Services. As this is episode one of the series, we wanted to give you a sneak peek at the sample content and speakers we have lined up for you. Tying together our three themes, educational topics will include referral marketing, investment strategies, and health and wellness best practices. Empowerment topics will include how to build strong female communities in finance. Examples will feature top female financial advisors who will share their journey to success. Turning to our amazing guest speaker today, Jean Edelman, and what she has to say about emotional and financial wellness, the visual that came to my mind is how when prior to takeoff, airplane personnel instruct adults who travel with people who are dependent on them to put the oxygen on themselves first. As a financial advisor, you play an important role, not only in your client's financial wellness, but in their overall well-being. This means you must take care of yourself first. In our inaugural, we'll share three strategies to help you become the best version of yourself so you can improve your clients' lives beyond their portfolio. Before she begins, I'd like to tell you a bit about the very impressive Jean Edelman. She is an inspirational speaker, author, and educator, a leader and advocate for physical and mental health. She is an expert in wellness, nutrition, plant-based, and macrobiotic cooking. Along with her husband, Rick, Jean is co-founder of The Truth About Your Future, where she shares her enthusiasm and passion for mindful living, extreme self-care, nutrition, and the pursuit of balance in a busy world. Via podcast, newsletter articles, and in her books, The Other Side of Money, and The Squirrel Manifesto, a children's money book co-written with her husband. Jean is a trustee of Rowan University a director of John Marshall Bank, and on the boards of the Northern Virginia Therapeutic Writing Program and the Wolf Trap Foundation for the Performing Arts. She and Rick are also benefactors 
of the Edelman Center for Nursing at the Innova Health Foundation, the Gene Edelman Indoor Riding Arena at NVTRP and Rowan University's Edelman Planetarium and Edelman Fossil Park. She holds a degree from Rowan University in home economics, consumer economics, marketing, and nutrition, where she has a long legacy of leadership. On behalf of Financial Advisor Magazine, I'd like to welcome Jean Edelman as the first honored guest of Invest in Women. Hi, Jean. Hello, Antoinette. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And I'm just honored to be your inaugural podcast. Well, we are honored to have you. For those in the audience who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? I would love to share. Thank you so much. So I've had the honor and privilege of working with my husband for over 37 years. We created an amazing financial planning company, Edelman Financial Engines, where we were the largest RIA. Barron's loved us three times and ranked us number one. Our company had a very strong why. And the why was to correct a wrong that was done to us when we were very young and we were looking for a financial planner. We wanted to create a company that educated and treated people with dignity and respect. And so every client that walked through our doors was treated like family. So I was wonderfully known as the office mom, the heart and the soul of the organization. I always wanted to make sure people were taking their breaks, eating their lunch away from their desks, and taking time for themselves and their family when issues came up. I was the detail person, as many of us in the financial industry can relate to. So the detail person, in the beginning, I was the first receptionist, the first operations, HR, facilities, accounting, and payroll. And so I created all the systems in the company so that things would run smoothly. And, and in being that detail person, the journey that I'm going to share with you is my journey of healing because we cannot continue to always be that detail person. We need to take care of ourselves. Thank you. Journey of healing, powerful. So I wanted to ask you, what led you and Rick to create the current uh, Truth About Your Future radio show and podcast? So we chose to um, leave the company after 37 years and embark on this new path. We wanted to continue the teachings of personal finance, but in the renewed focus of topics that really matter today. Longevity, retirement, social security, exponential technologies, crypto, and then of course, health and wellness. So we renamed our show, The Truth About Your Future. We created our newsletter, our podcast, and Rick is also doing a bunch of master classes on the topic. I've read your newsletters. Fantastic. Thank so you. you. You're welcome. On the newsletter, have the topics evolved over, t over the years? They have. It's a great question because when I was receptionist and I, you know, I was on the front line with the planners um, and the clients, and in 2003, I actually started writing my newsletter. 
I was seeing, and this we've kind of branded this, that personal finance was more personal than finance. When I was sitting and talking to the clients, I was discovering what was really important to them. And so, you know, I banded together with the planners and we would just, we came up with topics that were relevant, everyday issues to try to help just be more, be the best version of ourselves, kind of bring it down to, the human level. And um, everyone just has been enjoying it ever since. Fantastic. The, uh, the evolution of the financial planning business, right? Uh, from transactional to holistic. Absolutely. Is there any advice, and this is something we can all, uh, I think, learn from, but is there any advice that you would give to your younger self? Oh, absolutely. Great question. Thank you so much. Self-care. I wish I had understood self-care sooner. So self-care is, is, as you shared, putting the oxygen mask on first, but it's finding moments. Now, I know how busy everybody is, and so it's not about adding to your very busy schedule. It's about taking moments back. And so what I have learned is that it's, how about we look at, how do we start our day? I know that most of us jump out of bed, but what if tomorrow we started by, okay, let's gently wake up. Let's let our body and mind kind of come together. Let's maybe throw some gentle yoga poses into our morning, an opportunity to breathe and be there for ourselves. What I have, what I have learned and done for myself is I take at least 10 to 15 minutes in the morning. They're mine. The dog doesn't get them. You know, Rick doesn't get them. They're my moments. And um, so we can work on those tools together. But the other things that I would tell myself, uh, younger self, is to speak up. Don't fear others' reactions. Give ourselves permission to take care of ourselves. Stop feeling guilty about taking that time for ourselves. Stop putting everyone else's needs first and start making us a priority. Yes. And, and to the point of the description, the issue of uh, female financial advisors in particular will segue us into this next topic. Financial advisors are in the helper business, but female financial advisors in particular struggle with doing too much. What would you recommend? So I look at this profession as a profession of being in service. It is the greatest opportunity because if you really look at all the lives and families that we're helping and we're changing their trajectory, you know, having a financial plan. So as advisors, as women, we are naturally nurturing. And who better to have in this industry as someone that is naturally nurturing, naturally good listeners, and naturally patient and caring. No bias, but for all the planners, we've trained hundreds and hundreds of financial planners in our 37 years. Women do a great job in this profession. They really, really do because we have the natural tools. Thank you. Well, along the lines of this, uh, the issue related to being female, have you found throughout the years that there is a particular issue with uh, work-life balance and family needs? Right. 
because that's where we are. Our head is full of all the details and we, we're dealing with our, our, our practice. We're dealing with the family and getting the kids everywhere and getting dinner on the table and laundry and just life. And so I look at life. It, it, it is about balance and it's about balance, balancing our emotional, our physical and our spiritual self. And because we're always giving and we're always nurturing, we naturally deplete ourselves. And so what we need to do is learn to say no and get better at setting boundaries because we want to please. We're kind of like always want to please everybody. So we want to, and we're scattered, you know, but I think if we really sat down with ourselves and really looked at our commitments and really looked at our calendar did that freeze a moment, Patrice? It looked like it freeze. So if we, if we sit down and take a moment and really look at our commitments in our calendar with the knowing of boundaries and saying no, I think that we can not be as overcommitted. But I want to look, give a little illustration, as you did with the oxygen mask. Think of a seesaw. Remember we were kids, we had the seesaw? So when we're out of balance, that seesaw is either up or down. And a lot of us too, myself included, we get stuck in out of balance when we're replaying the past or something that happened or an incident. Could we have done it better? Could we have said it differently? So we worry about the past and then we're, we're stressing about the future, you know? And so it's, it's, it's a practice. It's a journey to try to stay here, letting go of the past. And if we've planned well enough, not worrying about the future. And it's really about trying to be here in the moment. And the big question is, how? How do we do that? And this is going to sound silly and simple, but it's our breath. Think about it. When we are stressed and overextended, we're not breathing deeply. We're, we're short, shallow breaths. But if we can practice just a few moments to kind of take a deep breath from our belly all the way up through our head and then bring it back down to our toes. Practicing long, deep breaths brings us back into our body and it brings us back into here and now and this moment. The goal is to use our breath. The goal is to only control ourselves and not get pulled. And so, Think about our breath. So here's a little exercise that I wanted to share. So let's stop and just take a moment and just think about filling our belly full of air, bringing it up through our chest and out top of our head, and then taking another deep breath from the top of our head and throwing it down through our toes. Put our hand over our heart, close our eyes for two or three breaths, we'll be surprised how just these few moments will be an impact to help us bring us back to the present. Thank you. On-air breath therapy. I love it. <laughs> to say the least, the pandemic and other world's events, to say the least, the pandemic and other world events have caused a lot of uncertainty. Have you seen that manifest in our emotional and physical well-being? And if yes, what do you recommend to counter those negative effects? Absolutely. It's uh, 
quite amazing. I think COVID brought all of this up to the surface. It is something that we now need to talk about our emotions and how we're feeling. I think as humans, we just naturally just tuck it back down and say, oh, I'll deal with it later. Well, it's later and we need to deal with our emotions and what's going on. So what I have learned, what I have been practicing is that I can only control me. I can't control very much else in my life. So it's about picture a tornado that that's life. It is swirling around us all the time. But if we can be that quiet in the center of that storm, not getting pulled into the drama, not being as reactive, but responding. And so how do we do that? And so the journey and the practice, and it's not easy, is to take a step back. And if we have to, in the beginning, physically, just take a step back, that's okay. But then that, that stepping back gives us some perspective of the situation that's going on. And then again, remembering our breath. And so I have literally been, you know, involved in something and I will pull myself out of it and just stand back and listen and breathe. And then, and then, and then everybody just kind of responds, reacts, and then it eventually dies down. And then if we need to respond, we can, but if we don't, we saved ourselves. I think that's what this is about is just restoring our energy and our emotions back to ourselves, and not getting pulled out into that tornado. Thank you. Can you think of any particular instances or stories when you were in the financial planning business where you felt that you were reactive and then how did you respond? I can think of a lot of times when I was reactive and then felt terrible about it and had to go back and apologize a million gazillion times. And, and that's, those are those loops that get stuck in our minds. You know, I wish I had the wisdom that I have now to have been practicing to step back because it is so easy with family, you know, friends practice to just want to go in and just, okay, (laughs) not think about it necessarily all the words coming out of our mouth, you know, but um, yeah, I, that's being human. (laughs) That's being human. Being human. What a concept, right? Yeah. I think, I think we're in human being school. I think that's what this is all about is to learn to be a good human being. We're going to make mistakes. Mistakes makes us make us better and stronger. Um, A lot of practice, a lot of practice. (laughs) Well, the pandemic certainly gave us enough time to reflect on the, on the power of human beings and connectedness and our need to slow down and what was important and what is not important. Absolutely. Values based a moment in time. I think it was great for all of us. I think we got it. Like you said, got a chance. What's important. What's not people moved, people changed their jobs, people, I think it was very, it was, it's tragic. We had a lot of loss, but I think it was very good for us as humans to really, we needed that wake up call. I think we needed the wake up call. Yeah. 
Totally agree. What would you say, Jean, are some steps that we can take to get control of our time and stress? So I think we need to take control of us. I think we need to stop overbooking. I, I talk to Rick about this all the time. <laughs> can we look at the calendar and not put every minute, uh, you know, have something? Book empty time. This, this is what I, I practiced a lot was booking empty time, even if it starts as five or 10 minutes. And what I would really recommend with your practice is that you book time in between your clients. You need to eat, you need to drink water, you need to walk, you need to take a break because you're you, I'm sure you go home exhausted. So I have my planner friends. I used to tell them they wouldn't eat breakfast. They wouldn't eat lunch. They'd be hangry by three o'clock, you know, and then they still had some meetings and then they go home and eat the refrigerator. You know, that's, <laughs> that's not balance. Okay. So, so let's, let's look at our day. If somebody's making your appointments for you, you book 10, 10 to 15 minutes in between your Zoom calls and your clients, and you nourish this vessel with time, breath, being outside, water. We have to do that. That's our self-preservation. Well, I think my teenager can attest to the hangry side of the box. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes she might want to be a guest on here. (laughs) Do you you have any advice on how to bring up for lack of a better word, the the monkey mind, uh, back to neutral? I'm going to go back to breath. I think it it is our greatest healer and it is our greatest friend. And if we find ourselves, for myself, if we find ourselves in that loop, um, I put my hand over my heart and I stop and I breathe. The other thing is to get outside. We need to be in nature. Or if you're living in the city, just get outside and walk. We need to walk. We what's happening is that all of this stuff is getting stuck up here. We need our breath and we need movement to to move it out. And so get outside, schedule a yoga class, learn Tai Chi. We've just got to get out of our mind and into our body and into our breath. So that's my my answer for that. <laughs> Yes, I think the the pandemic with its particularly harsh consequences on New York really made us understand uh, you know, the, the confines of a small apartment mm-hmm. and what we needed to do to commune with nature to get our balance back. So as soon as we were allowed to go outside, of course, those of us that didn't have dogs, we kind of borrowed neighbors' dogs to take them for walks, right? <laughs> <laughs> we did whatever we could, but but the issue of uh, outside community, all of these uh, facets and obviously breath, right? I felt like a large part of us were holding our breath pretty much yes. the entire time. I agree. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Now, Jean, when we mm-hmm. talked about your, when I talked about your bio, it's so fantastic. And you have all of these elements of giving back to community, you and Rick, what in particular are you uh, proud of in your not-for-profit or your charitable work and, and why? Well, Horses to me are magical. I love horses and the opportunity for our therapeutic riding indoor arena fills my heart. So many children with special needs, at-risk youth, our military riders, these horses are so magical to them and give them an hour of just a 
a respite from just whatever it is that they're going through. So that's that's number one on my list. And then the other really fun thing is the fossil park that's coming up in Mantua, New Jersey. There's a long story behind that. We could share another time, but that is going to be awesome. We are digging up fossils that are 65 million years old. Now, if that isn't perspective, <laughs> I don't know what is. So that's that's been a ton of fun. Thank you. So, so we need to chat more on the fossil park alone. That sounds really, yeah, really it's cool. exciting and fun. On behalf of Financial Advisor Magazine, we would like to thank Jean Edelman for her contribution to our Invest in Women mission, to all of you, our audience, and to our sponsor, Schwab Advisor Services. To recap Jean's three takeaways for today's podcast, they are understanding self-care adding one thing into your day to nurture yourself and using your breath to bring you back to neutral. In our next Invest in Women podcast, episode two, we look forward to hearing from Perth Toll. Perth is the founder of Life and Liberty Indexes and sponsor of the Freedom 100 Emerging Markets, FRDM, the world's first freedom-weighted EM strategy. Perth, is a frequent speaker and invest in industry events and provides commentary for the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, Bloomberg, Market Watch, Forbes, Morningstar, and Institutional Investor. You won't want to miss episode two. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Invest in Women, the podcast series your insight into the growing wealth of women and how to attract and retain your female clients and help scale your practice. Learn more by subscribing to this podcast or visiting fa-mag.com.